All right, cool. Let's get this shit cracking, man. It's your man, Russ, a.k.a. Frankie Grimes. You are now listening to Live from the Motherfucking Kitchen. This shit is streaming on Spotify, Apple Music, Stitcher Radio, iHeartRadio, Google Podcasts, Player FM, Player FM, TuneIn at Podbean, Podomatic, and wherever else your funky ass get your podcast. <laughs> this is brought to you by FCLG, that's First Class Lifestyle Group, and the MDMA Lifestyle Wave. Make sure you follow me on Instagram at Baltimore Blue Chill. I have a very special guest in the basement room lab kitchen today. My motherfucking family, my motherfucking blood, Mr. Stephen Carrizo. Say what's up to the people. Whoa, what's going on? What up, what up, what up? And here with Cuzzo. That was a very strong what up, what up, what up. A lot of niggas come down here and the first time they like say something, they all soft like, yeah, what's up? It's your man. You know <laughs> <laughs> we geeking off of that shit. The fuck you know? is y'all doing? <laughs> How you been though, cuz? Cuz, I've been good. We in the fight of our lives right oh now. Oh my god, man! Like yo, I tell you what, first half of 2020, man, motherfucker. Mm. <laughs> um, why don't you uh, introduce yourself properly, motherfucker? Tell them what your socials is. Tell them. Um, and then tell them what kind of business you got, and then we can just go off of that. All right, all right, all right, word. So, first of all, this is uh, Stevie Crizzo. I'm uh, the uh, owner-operator of uh, Rebellious Graphics. Uh, we've been around for a long time, you know. Uh, everybody around here, around these parts, like, I've done a little bit of something for just about everybody, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm, 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 pretty, I'm pretty well known for what I do around here right now. And uh, graphic Talk design. Talk that shit. Hey, my nigga, I'm just saying, like, I earned this shit, yo. Oh, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I, I earned this shit. Oh, yeah, I'm ready. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? I earned this shit. Because I'm good at what I do, for real. You know, I ain't scared to say that. Because, you know, why the fuck not? Shit, if I don't believe in me, <laughs> who the fuck else going exactly. to, right? But anyway, uh, graphic design, beasting at it, printing. I've been in the print business for 20 plus years. God damn. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, I didn't yeah. Even know that shit. I know how I do that shit. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I done ran shops. Mm. <laughs> for real. I was making a lot of other people uh, money. Okay. And I was like, hold on. <laughs> like, I can make me some money. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I've been doing this shit long enough now to where it's like, why do I keep making these motherfuckers this money? Well, how long were you doing it for other people before you decided to, to go off on your own? I branched off about four or five years ago, seriously. Yeah. Like, you know, um, and this has been a lot of ups and downs, as it is with any venture. Just being like a solo entrepreneur. Yeah, so. man, just being like, basically like, you know, the damn near one-man show. <laughs> Sorry if you get a fucking um, buzz <laughs> on your shit. I just like almost knocked the fucking table over. You knocked All shit right. out that table. <laughs> she was tipping over. Yo, I knocked something down. I don't know what the fuck that shit was. <laughs> anyway, we all Gucci now. Yeah, but definitely. fucking um. All right, so being an entrepreneur, uh, running your own business. Yeah. How has business been during COVID for the particular um, market that you're in? And we're talking about like graphic design. And like screen printing and shit. So how has business been like the past three months? Well, business definitely like picked up, you know, like it, it, it really gathered some steam. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? It was really like, oh, OK, like this shit is working, working. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because yeah. people were coming to me because nine times out of ten, they either had something coming up mm -hmm. during this pandemic or they were starting something up during this pandemic like yeah you i can totally see that so it was either you know you had an event that you was planning mm -hmm. or you had a, a business you were starting mm. and that's basically or you had a business that was in business had to get shut down and you had to come to me mm -hmm. to put your signs back out there now open signs you know um georgia peach out there you do signs and shit too. Yeah, interesting. That's awesome, yeah. yo. Fucking um, how how is the the screen printing and graphic design market when it comes to like competition and shit? Is it like cutthroat, like the music shit is, or is it like equal opportunity? Everybody can pretty much eat because you're going off of your own network. It's you know what pretty I'm much. I wouldn't go so far as to say cutthroat because 
everybody is following a, a trend. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And with that said, now everybody's giving their own spin on this trend. And what what trend would that be? So let's just say, okay, uh, for example, um, Big Trust. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I came up with... Like when, when you know when you saw that Mark Ingram interview, nigga, that shit is classic. Yeah. <laughs> that was one of the classic interviews right there. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Big Trust, whoop, whoop. And I synced that shit, and I was like... And the Ravens was hot at that mm-hmm. point. You know what I'm saying? I was like... That shit need a shirt mm. when I heard it. And then I did the layout and shout out to my wife because I had I had the layout one way and she was like, no, I think the whoop, I think it had the whoop whoop on the sides. And mm-hmm. she was like, put it underneath. Mm. And I was like, bet. And I put it underneath and I was like, that shit hard, yo. <laughs> I was mm. like, that's going on the shirt. Yeah. And I threw that bit up, I threw that bitch up, put it up in the Ravens room. Mm-hmm. Right? That's where it started gaining steam. Mm. People seen it, you know what I'm saying? I made it, put it on, put it up in the Ravens room. I forgot what I said, you know, big trust, whatever. Yeah. And I took a picture of myself with the shirt on and was like, these on sale, got them. And they was just hitting me, bow, 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 bow. I was like, damn, this shit picking up some steam, Cash. you know? But the thing is, I was doing this shit through um, Inbox, through um, Facebook, and I was getting paid through PayPal. Okay. So, you know... Um, I was getting all the information and stuff. I was getting paid, mm-hmm. but I was like, this shit pick up steam. It's going to be a motherfucking hassle. I got to streamline this shit. Mm. So I went to Etsy. Okay. And Oh, you were talking about as far as like production and shit goes. Yeah. Like, it's going like, to be too much to handle. Yeah, well, just I need to keep to it organized. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like I, can't, like, I can't just have you keep being in my fucking inbox. Like, yeah, that's yeah. too fucking much. I understand. Like, I understand. The way the shit was picking up. I got you. You know what I'm saying? So I was like, okay, boom. I went through Etsy. And I put it up on the Etsy page. Mm-hmm. Now with Etsy, it gives me the payment, it gives me the the the, the shipping, and they get a discount on the shipping because it's going through Etsy. But you're not in control over the quality of the shirt, correct? No, I'm making the shirt. Oh, so Etsy. So what does Etsy do? It's just a go between. Yeah, Etsy is right. putting your product out there for. Everybody. Okay, to see. I thought they made the product. I thought it was no. like some Teespring shit. No, 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 okay. no. Etsy is is homemade. I want to talk stuff. to you about Teespring in a minute. Yeah. yeah. Um. All right. So you put the shit on Etsy. I put the shit on Etsy, and then Etsy has instant shares. Okay. To your social media account. Nice. So boom, I could share it to the Rebellious Graphics page on Instagram. Boom, I could sell it to the Rebellious Graphics page on Facebook. I can copy the link and I could throw it up in the Ravens room. Mm-hmm. This is how you get the shirt. And that's when it should start picking up steam. And then I would post it on my regular timeline. Motherfuckers were seeing it and they was like, yeah, you know. <laughs> and it was, and the shit took off, yo. Like, and I cleaned the fuck up with that shit, man. I did. Like, it was good. You know what I'm saying? That shit paid for Christmas, I tell you that much. (laughs) So, would you say the trend is basically, basically it seems like to me, even people that don't necessarily have, like, clothing lines Mm -hmm. are doing streetwear-inspired designs on their work. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And you know what I mean by that. So. Yeah. You talking about this one right here? That's the joint right there. I like how you use the, um... The colors in that fucking big shit too. Yeah, man, like the that's yellow that's that's the I had that whole thing. I just when when you just see some shit, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, you like I, when I see, I was like, it needs to look like this. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I'm saying to get the point across. That's a good design. I like that Lamar Jackson that, man. new era shit too. Yeah, I that, but see, look, this look, is look, what look. I'm talking about. This ain't nothing but the the Obama like. Um, that's what I did. I yeah, I, I, I redrew that specifically to to. To look like that shit. That shit hard. You know, they made me take that down. Lamar Jackson's lawyer. Yeah, you got the cease and desist? <laughs> yeah, the cease and desist. You still got it? Yeah, I, shit, I had Bruh. to abide by that shit. Otherwise, it was going to shut down my Etsy page. Nah, I, was I like, understand. I understand. I'd I was like, no, nah, y'all can have it. Like, <laughs> um, this, <laughs> this one, this one um, brand I follow, I think it's called the Dirt Label or some shit. They just got a cease and desist from um, Travis Scott. Just because they had a T that said it's lit. That's it. Damn. So and he went and trademarked that shit. Yeah. Like a motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> he trademarked the right shit now. out of that motherfucker. All right, so check this out. Being a fucking designer and a um and a screen printer. And I you, do heat I do heat pressing. I don't do 
I don't do screen printing. All right, it's thank you for correcting me. Yeah, no, yeah, no doubt. You probably kept hearing that shit like, nigga, that's not what I do. <laughs> All right, so fucking, um, and you have your own company. Yeah. Do you know about Teespring? I, not really. Yeah. Because for what? Like, <laughs> you know, I don't. Basically, you put your designs on Teespring, and they like uh, it's like a custom ink interface where uh-huh. it'll show you how it's supposed to look or whatever. And then when people order it, it's them making it and sending it to the people. It's not you making it. You see what I'm saying? Like, doesn't that sound like the wildest shit ever? If you want to have like a clothing line or like your own brand or some shit, it does. Like, I could see if you were like. If you did, like, my, my wife does, like, art and shit. Right. So if she wanted some teas, I could totally see some shit like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. But not if you, like, putting logos on shit or you want the logo to hit a certain way. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. Because my homie is really trying to get me to use this shit, you know? And I'm like, bro. Well, see, my, my thing is, is that because I've been doing this shit for so long, mm-hmm. like, I, I know what this shit need to look like. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it, it's more so like a... For me, it's cost-effective for me to do it. You know? That's what I was trying to say. Yeah. <laughs> That's like, you know, I'm trying to, you know... If anything... <laughs> I'm trying to minimize... I think, I think he was looking at it here. like a nigga <laughs> like me has to come out of pocket to somebody like you or my homie, you feel me? Right. So I think his logic was I might be saving money if I just went the Teespring route. But I'm like, nah, I need I need to be able to touch my shit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, like I have to like I get a certain gratification out of seeing finished products. And exactly. Shit. And I wanna make sure this shit look right. Like it's gotta look good. You like, know remember, what I'm saying? Remember when you did all them flavors for me and shit? Yeah. Son, I I was the happiest nigga in the fucking world. So <laughs> my I had man. All these different flavors and shit. Yeah. It's my shit. Like I was so fucking happy, you know? Yeah, that shit was dope too. <clears throat> you know what I'm saying? Thank you. I appreciate that. So fucking no, no doubt. um how long has it been since you fuck with the music and shit? Oh boy, um, I think the last joint I did, man, that's probably about five, six years ago. Okay, okay, something like that. Were you just more passionate about the graphic design and shit? Um, that's what was paying the bills. Yeah, <laughs> I can dig it. You know what I'm saying? That's what was paying the bills. Though I I do get royalties off of music, but it ain't like that. Mm. <laughs> you know what I'm so saying? So you got like, your shit up on the streamers and all that shit. Yeah, like um, I I had a song with Raina Williams. That's, oh sweet. Uh, it was on uh Power Season Three. It's called oh, one, shit. It's called One for the Money. Oh yeah, my name. That's yeah. What's up, man? Uh, that shit was on Power. It was called. It was a bunch of shows that picked that song up. Uh, mm. It was a show on ABC called About a Boy. I ain't never watched that shit before in my life. Was she shopping it? Well, she hit, goes through um, a, a placement company. Yeah, probably like and, taxi or some shit yeah, like that. Well, no, nah, it, it's it's uh, fuck, why can I uh, fucking weed? I know exactly. <laughs> I, I know what you're talking about. Though. Yeah, but you know what I mean, right? And uh, it's basically a placement company, and you know, she'll they'll say we need, you know, we want you to do uh, a hip hop themed, you know, EP. Yeah. You know, and we're gonna shop all the songs around and see who bites. Yo, I need in on that, bro. Because I got, um, I make beats and shit, yo. I want to be like in fucking Grand Theft Auto shit like that. Yeah, like, man. 2K. Like, like, yo, it'd be hella niggas on like 2K and Madden. You'd be like, right? what? Exactly. Like, this shit made it. I'm trying to tell you, yo, like, you get the, the right fucking placements, man. Like, you know, like, that song that we did came out five, six years ago. Exactly. That's how it be, yo. And I'm still getting a little bit of money off of it. Yo, if you're making anything, even if you made a fucking penny, that's more than a lot of That's what I'm saying. You know know what I'm saying? Like, that's what I'm saying. Like, for me, that was an accomplishment. You know what I'm saying? I was like, all right, you know, like, this this shit could do something, you Mm -hmm. know? But, you know what I'm saying? Like, ain't it crazy, like, how your fucking nine to five gets in the way of what the fuck you really want to do and need to do? Yeah, but... But it's a fucking necessity, especially when you're a parent. Yeah, and <laughs> you know what I'm saying? more than likely the nine to five is facilitating the shit you're able to do. Exactly. You know what I mean? That fucking revolving door. Yeah, I you totally know? understand that. So, you know, it was like, 
what was what was hitting mm-hmm. and at the time for me it was like graphic design was clearly fucking winning yeah you know, you know on the money side plus i i know the printing side of the business so i was like i gotta go where the money is you know what i'm saying but i still love music and i am going to do something new what you know it's interesting that your business went up during all this shit because really think about it like, I understand what you're saying. Like, a lot of people were starting businesses. Yeah. And shit like that. But my logic is, if everybody's in the house, nobody's really getting fresh, per se. Because they're not getting seen by anybody. I understand. So, I want to see numbers on, like, the fashion industry right now. Like, they got to be taking major hits right now. Uh, I can imagine Because the so. fucking stores have been closed. And fucking, ain't nobody shit. getting fresh like that because yeah, they ain't nowhere to fucking go. Outside been fucking closed. Yeah. <laughs> at least what it's supposed to be, at least. But, yeah, I can I can definitely see where you're coming from with that because, I mean, like, how many times you just going to keep getting fresh just to do what, go on the porch? <laughs> <laughs> you know Yo, what when saying? niggas had, like, the Gucci and the Louis mask, I knew it was a wrap. I'm All like, right. nah, bro, this <laughs> done went too far, yo. And niggas, and, like, all the all the real niggas was like, <laughs> but then, like, niggas, niggas still went with it at, right. until finally someone was like, yo, they not making them shits. Like, where are y'all getting these shits from, yo? And then you didn't see them anymore. Boom. You feel me? <laughs> Gone. That shit was funny as fuck, <laughs> All right, check this out. What's your uh, favorite Jean-Claude Van Damme movie? Yeah? Kickboxer. Yo, that's the first time someone said kickboxer. Why yeah. kickboxer, yo? Yo, kickboxer was the motherfucking shit, man. Is Bolo in kickboxer? Uh, yeah. You sure? No, kickboxer. That's Tong Pao. I don't remember kickboxer. I'm, I, I yeah. Keep, I keep thinking about... Bolo's in Bloodsport. Yeah, I keep yeah. thinking about Bolo's best of the best no, when you say uh, uh, kickboxer. No, kickboxer was... Um, Tong Pao and shit. The motherfucker, dude. He's fighting with the uh, glass. He dipped it in the glue in the glass. At That's the end. kickboxer? Yeah. That sounds like some blood sports shit. Nah. Yeah, I do remember that shit. Yeah. That nigga shit. <laughs> My shit is a uh, double impact, yo. Word. <laughs> That's the first time I heard somebody say double impact. For real? <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's my shit, yo. He wasn't doing a whole lot of scrapping and shit, you feel me? But... <laughs> Hey, it was two of them. Fuck yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> yo. Two Van Dams running around. Have you, uh, are you a, are you a reader? You read books? Do audio books? I do like audio books. What's the last audio book you, uh, listened to? 1984. Oh, shit. How was that, yo? I ain't finished it. Can you comprehend it easily? Yeah, actually, I can. Without like knowing what's going on, like I know what the shit is about, so yeah. I feel like I. But be good, going but... through it, just actually listening to the audio book, because mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying, because you know I spend a lot of my time, you know, designing and doing shit. But I, I always want to, you know, read. I, you know, gain knowledge, especially shit that's classics. Yeah. And I had always heard about 1984, so mm-hmm. I was like, well, fuck it, you know, cut it on, and the detail in which is written for the time it was fucking written. Yeah. Written what forty two? Yeah, is I it? Think a, he wrote it. Is that Orwell? Yeah. Forty two. Yeah. He wrote that and talking about what life was going to be like in nineteen eighty four, and it's eerily similar to like <laughs> shit that's going on right the yeah, fuck now. Bruh. <laughs> you yeah, know what I'm bruh. saying? Like, and I ain't even finished it, and I'm like, yo, this shit already on it. How far into it are you? Um, it got to the part where he was um in his apartment. And he had to be careful about what he was saying. Yeah, they had to start coming up with the codes. Yeah, shit. the codes and all that other shit. That was like, you know, like, but it, it, but he was talking about the detail and the technology, you know. Mm-hmm. And I was like, yo, this shit was like, he was on one with this shit. Yeah, shit is pretty fucking good, yo. Yeah, man, like, I definitely want to finish listening to it. I'm trying to build my actual print library up. This is all I really got so far, yo. Yeah. But I am trying to build it up. Now, I've only, like, read, like, maybe all the way through maybe, like, four or five of those. Okay. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I feel like, like you said, yo, it's very important to stay gaining new knowledge, you know? Oh, yeah, man. Like, like, I mean, just think about all the shit you forgot. 
Exactly. <laughs> you gotta replace that with something now. Like, <clears throat> how did you feel when you found out how truly terrible America has been to to us? Like, like, when when did that occur to you? Like, can you remember? Yeah, um, it's it's been a gradual progression for mm. me, cause my shit is kind of unique. Like, my mom is from um the south, and I mean like the rural south, to where as though it's like one house and then like a mile or a half a mile before it's the next house, like that kind of shit. You feel me? Yeah. So fucking um, she came to Baltimore to be a teacher. And her views about, like, white people and shit are mad fucked up. Like, my mom's super... I mean, I ain't... You know, she's super fucking racist. She don't fuck with white people. And I never, Yeah, and I never really, like, understood why. But um, considering the fact she put me in, like, private school and shit like that, right? Right. So, of course, naturally, I'm around, like, all these fucking white people. Exactly. But now... I went to private schools, I know. Yeah, now <laughs> I look back at it, like, well, maybe she just wanted me to have the best opportunity that that school would bring because i wasn't hip to all that shit back then right but um i don't know like throughout school when you learn about united states history and world history and the fact that none of the like real black shit is really in there like you really don't learn about that shit they like hit on slavery for like maybe a day or two but they're not telling you like conditions. They're not telling you how many people got killed. Not they're not you. telling you like the real None shit. Of the you know real deal. So <laughs> I knew shit was wicked when I peeped the difference between what you learn in schools and the difference, the difference between what you learn in school and then the shit you learn when you're at home. Because my mom was an intellectual, right. so we had hella um, pro-black uh, books like in Word. print. Um, fucking movies, like if we talking about Roots or whatever Spike Lee shit it was, like all that shit. So I'm being yeah. exposed to that, but I'm also being exposed to the other side where they're not like saying anything about it. And then you go through your little shit when you're growing up, little racist ass kids, you deal mm. with a little white bitch that flip on you when some shit really go down. So you just learn and you keep learning until you really get to that point where you like, man, Fuck this shit. Like, I can be cool with them. I can call some of them my family. But for me to get to a point where I'm at now, like, you're the age you are. I'm the age I am. And it's like, you can't really ignore this shit anymore. And it's it's our responsibility to bring awareness to it. That's that's the major difference now. You know what I'm saying? Word. So, to answer your question, I would say probably, like, early teenager. Like late teenager. You know, for me, it it was it wasn't really until like recently. Recently, yeah, I could totally see me. that. You know what I'm saying? It wasn't really to like recently for me, cause like I came up, I was raised by a white woman mm-hmm. because my mother wasn't able to raise me and that's who my grandfather was seeing at the time and my mother couldn't take care of me my grandfather went and got me and boom Mm -hmm. and that's how I came up across the street from Mm Mondawman so you know I'm talking in the 80s you know what I'm saying so shit was wild around there (laughs) you know what I'm saying so here I am in this pretty fucking unique situation you know and yeah, at times it, it it got weird, you know what I'm saying. As I started to learn about what had really been happening to us, black people, mm-hmm. you know, and the thing that really hit me the hardest is when I learned about um, special field order fifteen. Okay, learn me something. All right. So, basically, like, you heard the um, term 48 is in the mule, right? Yes. And that was what we was promised and all that shit. Right, right. But, like, a, a lot of us don't know that, like, that actually, like, happened. 
like it actually happened. Mm-hmm. Uh, what happened was after the uh, Civil War, Lincoln sent a general down to talk to the black leaders okay. in the South to ask them what they want. It was reparations. Mm-hmm. That's what was happening. Ask the black leaders what they want. They said they wanted land and a government of their own shit. Mm-hmm. That's what they wanted. That was it. Then Lincoln okayed it, and he signed Special Field Order 15. It gave all the freed slaves land from South Carolina down to the Florida coast, the, the whole coast. Mm-hmm. All of that was going to belong to our ancestors. Mm-hmm. It was signed into law. It happened. <laughs> Lincoln gets assassinated. And the vice president, Andrew Johnson, mm-hmm. was a staunch fucking racist. Mm-hmm. So the first thing he did when he became president was repeal <laughs> Special Field Order 15. Mm-hmm. Now, you got the you got to understand the ramifications mm. of that one thing and think about what could have been if that was just left in the place. Mm-hmm. I think that destroyed everything mm. for us going forward from that point. Interesting. Because you have black people who were on that land Cause mm-hmm. it's not like it was a thing that like happened overnight. Like this, this was going on. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like this shit was happening, and then all of a sudden, boom, it's gone. Yeah, that's wicked. Yo. That's some wicked shit. Did you just learn about that recently? I learned about about five, six years ago. Yeah, you know, that's some wicked shit. Yo. Like I, I think like I think if you just really think about that <laughs> shit, the the coastline. Mm. All the way down the south, the coastline. So we so we were running all the ports. <laughs> Cultivating all the land and running all the ports. Interesting. You know how much capital that is? Uh, <laughs> it really would have had their own like, little shit. And like. you wonder why they killed Lincoln. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> that shit is crazy, bro. So, like, how do you feel about the current climate of the country right now? Like... Do you support? Um, I think the chickens are coming home to roost. Yeah. I think the funniest thing about all of this is like if you ever, if you're a business owner or anything and you ever mm-hmm. said some shady shit, yeah. if you're not going back and deleting your old <laughs> shit, you, you stupid. Yo. You might as well hang yourself. Yeah, you're fucking stupid because they getting everybody, yo. They yo, getting everybody, everybody the fuck up out of here, son. I haven't been past I haven't been past Vince's crab house, but I imagine it's pretty dead. And if it isn't dead, it's a bunch of ignorant white people that are I'm going there. I'm trying to tell you, yo, like, the way yeah, we're gonna support you because you don't support them niggers. <laughs> yo, the way that the racists are just so fucking triggered. <laughs> yeah, that's very very funny. It is hilarious. Because it's still, like, at the end of the day, it's like, you still wouldn't, like, you look down on a racist. You feel sorry for them. Yeah. You're not, not going to be like, you know, you want to beat them up because they're a racist. You're just like, this pathetic piece of shit. You know what I'm saying? They, they, they but just pretty fucking are so trash. triggered. They're like, nah, I want to fuck all these niggers up. I want to fuck the white people up to fuck with the niggers. And God damn it. Ah. <laughs> I will tell you something that's interesting though. I, I, I'm, <laughs> this shit going sound dumb as shit. I'm very confident because anonymous is fucking with the niggas this time, and that really means a lot, yo. When you got the hackers and shit on your side, yeah, yeah, that can really help you out, yo. The only thing about that is I'm pretty sure it's white supremacist hackers too. You know what I mean? Exactly. It's like I like anonymous, but it's like. I, we need another power move. Like, the fuck is up? Like, like they, they, fuck they, is we waiting on? <laughs> they be leaking shit, but they can only leak shit within their means. Because I think if they leak too much shit, then they going to come for them IPs. You know what I mean? Yeah, true that, true that. So, they be slick with their shit. But I feel you too. Like, it's been kind of, um, been kind of silent past like it's, a week and a half, you know? 
Exactly. Ain't nobody really turning up. Like, and they, it's it's funny to me because for some reason, um, footage keeps getting leaked of different situations where um, a black dude either got beat up or killed by the police. Have you peeped this shit? Well, yeah, the dude with the Wendy's down in Atlanta. Yeah, it's yeah. like all of a sudden that shit is, like, where where have all these videos been? You know what I mean? Yeah. It's either they put them out before and niggas just overlooked them or it's like, People are putting them out now to, I guess, gain traction. Like, do you do you feel like the media is trying to uh, perpetuate like racial tension right now? <clears throat> no. But yes, okay. <laughs> and let me explain. Um, I don't find anything wrong with people seeing what's been going on. Mm-hmm. Like. Because that's what's waking people up. Okay. But what's, what's happening is they're stoking the fire for something to pop off. Mm. And showing this footage over and over and over again with a murder porn. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's a double-edged sword. You know what I'm saying? It's like... Instead of just, you know, <laughs> we just want you to stop fucking killing us. Yeah. I mean. It'd be nice. Is it that fucking hard? Like, seriously? Is it's really that fucking hard to just stop fucking killing us? Like, so the motherfucker whooped y'all ass and he was running away with your motherfucking taser. <laughs> y'all just couldn't just call some backup for this motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> like, you, you, had to, you had to shoot him. Call backup any other time. Exactly. Well, you were just mad because everybody seen your taser get took by this motherfucker who's <laughs> passed sobriety test, but he took your motherfucking taser and <laughs> got the fuck about. So you shot him and killed him. Instead of just calling him back up. Yeah, man. Come on, man. Shit is crazy, yo. It's fucked up, yo. It's fucked up. <laughs> I, I definitely feel as though the media has been trying to perpetuate racial tensions, but then... The people was like, nah, bro, that ain't what's really been going on. And ever since then, it's been this, like, standstill. Like, the media don't necessarily know what to cover. And then the people can't really get the necessary footage out there because there's this whole thing, like, where if protesters get caught on camera, they getting targeted right. online uh, and shit. You uh, know what I'm yeah, saying? Like, like it's, it's real it's, interesting it's, right now. You know? It really is. Real interesting, you know? But I did hear about, I've been hearing about a lot of states and their, like, police procedures and them taking away, like, chokeholds and all different kind of shit. So maybe that's the change people are looking for. I I mean, honestly, like, when you talk about, like, policing, you know, and I mean, I mean, we, you know, you know where the, the core of policing comes from anyway, you know, mm-hmm. fucking slave catchers. <laughs> you know, that's where this shit originated from mm-hmm. in the first place. So the root of it was always not even good to begin with. Mm. And being as though that nothing was ever, nothing's ever really been done to further the cause of just getting rid of this racism shit. Mm-hmm. Like, n- nothing, you know, yes, I'm not going to say nothing has been done, but since all the big shit's been done, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. nothing's been done. And it's all by design, you know. It, it's, all, it's, it, it, it's all by design. And it drives me fucking crazy to know that. <laughs> yeah. All this shit is by design. And... I'm just happy that now, like, it, it looked like it looked like this the younger generation coming up, you know, has 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 got it. They ain't really fucking with this racism shit like That's that. That's what I said. Yeah, you know it's what I'm like saying? The like they not really, than us and shit. they not really fucking yeah. with that racism shit. Yeah, like, you know what I'm saying? That like shit. that shit is 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 easing its way the fuck out. You know, uh, a little bit quicker than the racists wanted to. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like that shit is. They not really with this shit, you know, and like I I like that, mm-hmm. you know, I, I really like that because I mean that's ultimately what it's gonna have to be. Yo, so are you are you like a conspiracy theorist? Or? 
Do you believe in a lot of conspiracies? Or nah, not really. Your, your shit is fact based. Yeah, you I don't, I don't do shit. I don't do no motherfucking conspiracy. Man. Yeah, like you know what I'm saying? Like I mean not like you like, know what I'm saying? Niggas like, niggas never landed on the moon type shit. It was I all don't think motherfuckers stage. went up there. <laughs> you know, I I guess, you know. Or the guy from uh I mean I know the moon's there, so I figure fuck it like I but mean what I if see it's the not? motherfucker. What if it's just like this thing they put up every it's like the lights and shit. They turn it on, they turn it off. Uh, I think it's up there. <laughs> <laughs> you know, space is a motherfucker. Like, I'm pretty sure that moon's up there. <laughs> like, because there's a lot of shit up there. <laughs> Imagine if, like, like, you got in a rocket and you went to, like, leave the atmosphere and it was a dome or some shit. You just hit that bitch like yeah. a Looney Tunes. <laughs> that shit be goofy, yo? What the fuck? Like the Truman Show and shit. That's crazy. Well, you got anything you want to ask me, yo? Uh, what you about to do with your music? Uh, put it out. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I own, I own my own company, nigga. I do whatever the fuck I want to do. <laughs> I got my own RSS feed that that allows me to put out content on all these DSPs. Yeah. So, basically, they have not figured out that. Let's say I got the new Meek Mill, right? New, I got a new Meek Mill song nobody's ever heard before. Mm-hmm. If I upload that shit on SoundCloud, on my RSS feed, it'll essentially be on Spotify, iTunes, and all that shit. It's just not going to register as a fucking song. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? So yeah. when people look it up, you can't find it if you're looking for a song. Right. But if you're looking for a podcast episode, that new Meek Mill will pop up. See, I ain't really fuck around with shit like that yet. Yeah. But yeah, bro. I figured. I see you though. Yeah, I figured yeah. that shit out when um when I first put my RSS feed on the streamers and all my like I got a couple um projects that were on the RSS feed through SoundCloud. Okay. And when all that shit transferred over, it was still them songs and shit. But I look at my distribution money and that shit don't like the plays from the RSS feed don't match the money I should be getting from. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. It don't read the same way. Okay. Mm. So they're like a fix for that? Nah, because I would essentially be fucking myself. I would be like doing copyright infringement on mm. myself. You see what I'm saying? <laughs> so I'm like, fuck it. Leave Word. All right. <laughs> you get me though? Like, I got you. Yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah, man, I got a couple joints. I've been making a couple beats, writing some shit. I'm trying to work with a different couple people. And just put out some cool shit. I don't want to do no long shit at all. I ain't trying to put out like a 30-minute joint because I know <laughs> niggas ain't going to listen to it. Yeah, right. So, yeah, I'm plotting on this one shit right now. It's going to be like 12 minutes, nigga, boom, in and out. <clears throat> but um, you like the spot, yo? You ain't come to the last spot. Nah, man, I didn't come to the last spot. Yeah, oh, this I, spot actually, cool. I, I haven't seen you in like years, yo. Yeah, man, I was, shit, I was uh, shit living out Woodlawn. <laughs> yeah, you ain't out there no more? Yeah, nah. So I'm not that far from you now. All right, cool. I'm, I'm in Catonsville. Word up. Yeah, bro. So, fucking uh, Rebellious Graphics, yo. How, yeah, long yo. Have, how long have you had that name? Uh, It's been about five, six, no, shit, more than that. Yeah, about seven, eight years for Rebellious Graphics. It started off as Middleman Design. Mm-hmm. And um, my wife was like, Change the name. Yeah. And I was like, yeah. <laughs> I was like, yeah, I'm going to change the name. You uh, mentioned your wife a lot. Do you think she's a, a, a big influence on, you know, um, your recent, like, business practices and strategies and stuff? Oh, absolutely. That's what's up. Bro. Yeah, man. You know. It's good to have. Uh, she definitely comes up with um, a lot of ideas. Yeah, it's good to know, have that kind stuff. of partnership, man. Keep me on point. With shit, you know. And, uh, you know. Is she a creative as well? Yes, she absolutely is a creative. She designed a couple of shirts for um, folks that she used to uh, work with before, who owned like a little cleaning company. And they really liked the logo. And I was I was surprised at how good she did with the logo to not really, like, had really done it before. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So she was kind of natural with this shit. So mm-hmm. I was like, all right, this is dope right here. <laughs> That's what's up. Yeah. And both of y'all paint, right? Yeah. I'll be looking you know? at y'all shit like, what the fuck? Yo, like, me and my wife went to a sip and paint, right? Yeah. And uh, it was like a high heel shoe or some shit. 
Like, <laughs> you look at my shit, you look at her shit, you be like, yeah, she's the artist. <laughs> Word. Yeah, I be looking at y'all. Like, y'all compliment each other. I think y'all should, like, work together on some shit, you know, on, like, some painting shit, though. Yeah, I think that's yeah, a good ass idea, be, as a matter of fact. Some slick shit. Just some original shit. Like, yeah. Even if y'all made, like, a character or some shit. Yeah, I think that's a good ass idea. That's where it's at right now, my niggas. All about the content. And then if you make that character. <laughs> you nigga, ain't never lied, though. You make that character, you put that shit on some t shirts. Come on, man. That's it right there, yo. Yeah, you just, boom, right? You boom, make, boom. You make a character for the climate of the times right now, man. Exactly. Because you know how I do them fucking boondock lines, don't you? Yeah. Yeah, nigga. I'll be peeping game, yo. <laughs> Not a lot of people can do that shit the way it's supposed to be done. I was looking at your shit like, damn, that shit kind of on point for real. Yeah, yo, I was, uh, <laughs> I was, I, I hadn't painted in a long time. And I had, uh, um, we were just talking about just everything that was going on. Mm -hmm. And then that's what we was painting about. And then I was like, I want like, Huey. <laughs> I want Boondocks Huey. That's who the fuck I want. Like, cause. So what what advice would you give to any young entrepreneur trying to get into the graphic design game right now? Uh, things to always pay attention to. Uh, what a good logo look like. Like you can you know it's it's especially right now in this climate where you have so many people just still you know what I'm saying. So many people still, like, people gradually getting back into it. But there's a lot of people still not fucking working, man. Mm -hmm. You know? And they are looking for ways to make money. And what's most people's ways of making money? Starting a fucking business. Right. You know? And what's the best way to represent your business? A fucking logo. It, absolutely. Yo, a, <laughs> a, lo a good logo is very important. It's the most important. I can personally speak to that. Yeah. Because yeah. I'm not a clothing designer by any means, but I am now based off of my logos. <laughs> <laughs> my nigga. <laughs> Straight like that. Trying to tell you, yo, like logos, like, you know, like when people come to me, like to get their they logos done, like, you know, I be, I tell them from the door, like, you know, because, you know, some people like to squawk about what, you know, what you charge and shit. And I be like, you know, you want this shit to look good or you don't. Mm -hmm. So, you know. I got I got time in this game, so yeah. you know you, you're paying for my expertise <laughs> gotcha. right now. You know, and time I know what the money. Good fucking logo look like. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like I've done this shit before. You know, you can check my resume for real. But yeah, uh, number one, I would say definitely know what a good logo looks like. Um, number two, definitely keep up with. Current like does like current design. You gotta current keep up design. with the streetwear trends, yo. I know, like me personally, you we might not be saying the same thing. I think I know what you're saying. I think you're trying to say keep up with the current trends within the industry and yeah, designs like, that are popping. Exactly of how to get people's attention. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Like you get shit like. T-Mobile, for example. Yeah. They do great fucking commercials. Like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, mm -hmm. you, you be high, you be looking at a T-Mobile commercial, and that shit be like, bang, bang. But you, this shit is dope, the way they put the whole thing together with the colors and the way, the, you know, the, but it's basic. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It ain't nothing like, you know, a whole bunch of shit going on. It's just the way they designed it is just so boom. It's in your face, you know what I'm saying? And that's why T-Mobile's, I've done, you know, you're talking about, like, outside, like, Verizon and shit, like, T-Mobile, <clears throat> excuse me, <coughs> damn. <laughs> <laughs> Sam, nigga. It's all good. Sometimes you just gotta take a breath. Man. Hell yeah. The T-Mobile is, is done well, and it's mostly because of how they marketed their shit. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. And Absolutely. Um, I would say, like, that's all I was saying, like, just pay attention to, like, how to put in, how it is putting that shit together. Because, okay, okay. Like, that's gonna be able to differentiate you from people who's doing, you know, m m the majority of people follow, like, this big-ass trend. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? But I like to come in and do something different mm -hmm. that's still dope. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, and that's that's what I do, you know. And I, I would say that should be your, your mindset, you know, trying to design stuff. Yeah, like, nobody does anything, like, interesting. It's all, like... yeah. 
I mean, aside like logo shit aside, but like when people design shit, it's always like just straight, just straight. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Nobody ever fucks around down here. Right. But nobody ever fucks around with this kind of shit, this kind of shit. And yeah, it's like, exactly. I be like, come on, man. Like, I can't wait to get back in this shit, nigga. That's why I really asked you the question, because I'm <laughs> really picking your brain right now. Yeah, shit, I know what you're doing. Yeah, bro. Um, shit, I don't mind sharing what I know. You been watching um, any good TV recently? Any good shows? Uh, let me see. What's the last shit that we had watched? Um, oh, shit. It was a joint on Amazon Prime. God damn zero, it. zero, zero? No, no, mm. no. I can't remember the name of it. Oh, 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 <laughs> uh, homecoming? No, nah, it wasn't Homecoming. Shit. I the, can't remember the, the Al Pacino shit. Yeah. Okay. Um, forget the name. We got Al Pacino. Yeah. I know what you're talking about. That joint. Did you watch those season? Nah, I, I didn't watch any of them. Oh really? Yeah, I just watched. Uh, I finished zero zero zero, and I was like, yeah, I need to watch more Amazon shows. Amazon, I, they original content is is a lot of that shit legit. Yo, that shit was. The best shit I've seen I'm waiting for the year. boys' second season to come back. Did you watch the boys? I'm not hip with the um the superhero shit, you know. Oh no? Yeah, bro. I just don't get into them like that. Now I will <laughs> say this. I will say this. That's my shit. <laughs> as, as far as like the movies go, yeah. I always be like, man, I don't wanna see that shit. And then I wind up watching it somehow and yeah. I always fuck with them, you know. Like there <laughs> I honestly there has not been a Marvel movie that I watched that I didn't think was fucking just dope as shit. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Dope as fuck, yo. Like, so <laughs> I can't say the same for the DC movies outside of the Christopher Nolan Batman's, but um, Wonder Woman was alright. Yeah, that's about my feelings. I fell asleep. <laughs> like I fell asleep in the middle though. Like if I, I shouldn't fall asleep during the action scene, you know what I mean? Right. But um, yeah, the series they be hard to get into. Like my kind of series it'd be like straight. Drugs, nigga. Like, Narcos Mexico. Yeah. That's my shit, bro. Like, I never watched the original Narcos, but the Mexico shit is fucking jumping. <clears throat> I ain't see the uh, Narcos Mexico. Son, it's all accurate. Like, I don't know how accurate that fucking, the regular one was. Because yeah. they talking about Pablo and shit. And there's so much content on Pablo, I feel like you really don't know what's the truth and what's not at this point. Yeah, pretty much. But this Mexico shit is about um, the dude that basically is the reason why there's so many cartels right now. Yeah. Because he was trying to consolidate all that shit, but he got fucked up with the Colombians, and basically he had to go. Like, they ain't knock him off. They sent him to prison and shit because everybody just stopped supporting him. Like, the Word. type of shit he was trying to do, he was just trying to finagle too much shit, and everybody winded up flipping on him. Yeah. So when they did that, it opened everything up, and... um. Like, he, when El Chapo was a youngin', he was the big homie. You know what I'm saying? Right. So when everything went haywire, that's why you have all these fucking cartels in Mexico now, because they control the pipe from the Colombians and shit. You feel me? Yeah. That's all that shit really is, you know? Right. Yeah. You watch the Snowfall? Mm-hmm. Yo, Snowfall was great, yo. I'm kind of upset. At all this COVID shit, because I can't get a new season of fucking Snowfall. That last season was epic, yo. I know, man. <laughs> Although, I do think it was kind of phony. I, I think that whole storyline about him getting shot and all that shit, that shit really didn't need to be in there. I think they just put that shit in because they needed some way to finish the storyline with that little chick or whatever. Yeah, exactly. But I ain't really like all that shit, yo. I felt like that shit made y'all look real weak, for real. Yeah, I felt like they kind of rushed through that whole thing, right? Yeah, probably. Yeah, they kind of rushed through it. But then I was thinking, like, because I think they were in, like, I don't know. I think it had something to do with the renegotiation. Mm, interesting. For the show. Yeah, see, people don't be knowing about that kind of shit. You know what shit. I'm saying? So they wrote this shit to where it's like, you know. They well, might have thought they might have thought this was going to be the last right, season. Right, like, if it's over, then there you go. But we don't think it's going to be over. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So that's, you know, that's that's how they, like, get through it because I think, I think it has something to do with the renegotiation. I could be wrong, but I think I remember reading about that somewhere. What do you think is the best series of all time? The best series of all time. For me, is Martin. 
Oh shit! I totally didn't expect that. <laughs> For me, it's Martin. That's cool. Like. <laughs> You went the comedy route. Yeah, man. Like, I, I mean, for for what it did, you know what I'm saying? Like, it, it was just like, it, it wasn't no, like, it wasn't nothing before Martin, and anything after Martin wasn't Martin. You feel <laughs> like Martin is the apex of series and shit? I do. Okay, I can dig it. That's how I feel about uh, Get Rich or Die Trying. Yeah. It's like everything before that and everything after that. Word. Yeah. My favorite series is The Sopranos, yo. Yeah. Uh, I the Sopranos learned, was dope. I learned a lot from The Sopranos. I watch it once every year. Yeah. You know I mean, have to. have to. Yeah, I learned a lot from that shit. And it's real. It's a real good lesson in good television because they made the villain be the empathetic good guy. Yeah, they. You know what I'm saying? They wrote the story, you know, from. Uh, a standpoint of uh, you know the side you don't see Mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying but what's beautiful about that show is it's that much better once you realize how much of a piece of shit that character really is (laughs) and you see it for what it really is you Mm -hmm. know what I'm saying and you never look at it the same again yeah bro so um, where can niggas uh, catch you on Instagram Facebook, Twitter, all that shit. You got a web page. Yeah, man. Find uh, shit. You can catch me on uh, IG uh, at Rebellious Graphics. And it's spelled regular for you. Yeah. Like just... <laughs> R-E-B-E-L-L-I-O-U-S-G-R-A-P-H-I-C-S. At Rebellious Graphics. That's Instagram. That's Facebook. That's Twitter. Oh, that's good money. You got everything under the same shit. Yeah. Not a lot of people do that. Well, I definitely appreciate you coming through, broski. Yo, it's been a good time, cuz. Yeah, yo. Anytime you want to come through for any podcast, talk about anything you want, you are more than welcome to. Oh, yeah, man. I had a good time, yo. You yeah. can come through, chop it up with the fam. Fucking uh, live from the kitchen, Stephen Carrizo. We is out this bitch. Peace.